Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Kirby, have you guys been watching Jury Duty? Yes. Well, I have. Patrick has not, but I have. Yes. Oh my god, why hasn't he been watching it? I feel like he'd be so into it. He has lots of other things he needs to be doing. Man's a busy guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Can we get James Marsden on to just talk about how he is completely ageless? And just so hot. So hot, so funny, so self-aware. Lawn supremacy. Lawn supremacy. If you don't know who Lawn is, then I need you to get a grip. Wait, who's that? The Notebook, Sarah. Oh, is that his name? His name in the show is Lawn. It's Lawn. See, I was reading his interview uh, with Evan Ross Katz in in W. Was it for W? Mm. And... I think it's in this interview, or maybe it was the Jiku one. Anyways, where he mentions how TikTok is, the TikTok generation is discovering the notebook and how everyone was like, oh my God, Ryan Gosling was awful and you, and that was a toxic relationship toxic. and she should have, toxic. she should have 100% been with him. Lon Hammond. Hello. Oh, when so she walks out of college and he's standing oh there God. against the car in the uniform. Kirby, I have goosebumps. Chills. I have goosebumps. Chills. Also, I just want to say Rachel McAdams was a lucky son of a bitch that she had to choose between Lon and Ryan Gosling. James and Ryan Gosling were the two men fighting for her. And then she was, and then she started dating Ryan Gosling in real life. Oh, Rachel God, McAdams living Ryan. the fucking dream. Rachel McAdams was recently in an episode of Dave. Are you familiar yes. with that show on FX? Yes. I haven't caught it. It's like one of my favorite shows, one of my, our favorite shows, but we haven't watched this uh, newest season. So Patrick watches it and I kind of just will sit around and like watch yeah. with him, even though I don't, I'm not really clear on all the different storylines, but yeah. they did a Met Gala episode and Jack Harlow yeah. was in it. Travis Barker, MGK, Megan Fox, Emma Chamberlain, and Rachel McAdams was in it. And he has this whole interaction with Rachel McAdams. And I'm just like, damn, this woman is on another level. I'm obsessed well, with her. Also, I saw an old tweet from Dave from like 2017 or something where he was like, I haven't met Rachel McAdams, but I'm pretty sure if I did, I'd fall in love with her or something like that. So it's like he he like manifested it. But also, like, name one guy who wasn't in love with Rachel McAdams during the Notebook era. She's just, like, she's the perfect, like, cute but sexy, you know? Yeah, and sassy. And sassy. You know, I I actually appreciate that the TikTok generation is accepting that 
Allie. Why am I blanking on Ryan's character's name? Noah. Thank you. Noah. Noah and Allie were supremely toxic. I that, So bad for each other. No, that movie came out when I was a junior in high school and I was in an extremely toxic relationship. But like that movie fueled the relationship yes. because it's like, this is true love because they fight all the time and they're one. No, no, no. Yes, no. they like, you know, died in each other's arms and <laughs> Noah built the house and they have a beautiful family. Yes, yes, yes. But like her life would have also been incredible Great. with Lon. Incredible. Incredible. But yes, what what is what is James Marsden doing skincare wise? I'm pretty sure his publicist is still Jeff Raymond, who I know because I was an assistant. Okay, so that is our plea. To get James Marsden on the pod. Jeff, if you get us James Marsden, we will also compliment you on this podcast. That is, <laughs> we'll start a campaign for hottest publicist in LA. And oh it's Jeff gosh. Raymond. <laughs> there you go. Congratulations. <laughs> Some exciting news, Kirby. What? You have a Substack. I started Substack. I had a newsletter for the longest time, and I had it on MailChimp, and I'm going to be honest, it was not up to Kirby standards. I did not like the way it was designed. It was extremely frustrating for me to deal with. Substack just makes everything so easy, and I'd been thinking about it for a while and just said, F it, let's just do this. And I felt like I needed to kick things off with our first piece of news, which we'll get to momentarily, and that is that Beyonce is launching a hair care line. But... I'm like, we need to talk about this because I had so many thoughts. So many thoughts. It was so good. You guys have to subscribe. Support with your money. Yes, there's a pay. So there will be free options, but like any Substack, there will be other additions where there will be a paywall and you should pay me for my time if I'm going to be. You should a thousand percent it pay to it. Exactly. In my humble opinion. Let's talk about the name. So good. Thank you. A, a follower of mine wrote me. I can't even remember what. Oh, I, when I was feeling sick and I was talking about it on Instagram stories and I was like, I feel like the fire has been burnt out of my soul. I am not feeling great. I feel no happiness. She was just like, I'm so sorry you're going through this. And I've been following you since Pop Sugar and Kirby Tries. She's like, I always think you're ahead of the curb. And I was like, can I take that? And she said, yes. So shout out to Rochelle for the inspo for the name. But ahead Way of the to curb, go, Rochelle. There we go. We love to see it. Before we jump into all your thoughts and some of my thoughts on Beyonce hair. Yeah. There are some other ways you can support us. We still have merch, everyone. We have merch. The it's super, available. super cute Los Angeles sweatshirt and hat. Perfect for... Perfect for summer. Hear me out because you're traveling on the plane all the time. It's the perfect airport sweatshirt. It's super comfy. Throw it over your swimsuit on the beach when it gets chilly or you're by the pool. Walking the dog. I literally wear mine every day almost. I wear it every single day. I grew up in Texas. It might be hot as a crotch there in the summer, but you walk into these restaurants and it's the Arctic. It's freezing. It is freezing. 45 degrees in there. So bring a sweatshirt to stay warm while you're trying to eat some Tex-Mex. That's, that is how I see this sweatshirt. And, and you would be in good company because we do know many a celebrity guest that we've had who wear these 
They do not publicly post about it. Because we can't pay them. <laughs> because we cannot pay them. But we know they have them and wear We're them. We've seen photos. We have photographic evidence. Preach. So you would be amongst the elite uh, celebrities of Hollywood by wearing this sweatshirt. Also, I feel like it's a great conversation starter. You might find other Los Angeles listeners, other glams. You may recruit some glams. You may recruit some glams. And it's just super, it's a really cute design. And we have them in stock, which means the the first, when we first launched them, it was made to order. So that's why oh, it kind of yeah. took a minute for everyone to get them. But now we just have them readily available. So get on our website. We're like Haley Bieber Road. At first it was like, we didn't know that everyone wanted it. And it was, had, there was a waiting list. Yeah. And now we're here. Happy to serve everyone. Same with skims. Before Same with you skims. were wondering, would you ever be able to get the fits everybody thong? Now it's just in stock on the reg. So here we here we are. Here we are. Kirby, have you tried their stretchy lace? I have not tried the stretchy lace. I'm curious what that looks like. It's honestly a disservice to me for them to send me text messages every three days with a new drop because I want to buy everything. They just dropped the soft lounge oh yeah i saw that honeydew and this beautiful pink and i thought to myself do i need another pair of pajamas my mom was just here and helped me clean out my closet and drawers would she murder me if i bought another pair of pajamas but the soft lounge pajama set is truly one of the best pajama pairings i've ever worn in my life I, I want all the colorways. They just feel incredible. I don't have incredible. any yet. I need to get myself what? some. I know. Oh, oh, my God. I'm shocked I haven't bought them for you. I know. What the heck? That's usually what I get people for Christmas and holidays and stuff. I'm actually shook that I did not do that for you. No, it's okay because I'm going to buy some. Because, like, for summer especially, like, I get really hot at mm-hmm. night when I'm sleeping. But I still like to, like, I can't sleep in the nude or just my yeah. undies. Yeah, So same. this would be, like, soft enough. But, like cool enough okay yeah they're they're it's cooling it's not like a thermal warm it it, they're warm if you need them to be in the winter like i wear them winter summer spring i wear them all year round i'm obsessed this is not a skims ad you guys i wish it was i skimberly skimberly come on now we're available The, the time is now babes All right, let's get into this news. Beyonce hair care. This was wild. My parents were in town. I'm sitting in the car. We're like (laughs) dilly-daddling around Los Angeles. And I see this post from Beyonce. And it had posted an hour before. So I was surprised I hadn't really seen a lot of people talking about it. But I don't think people actually like read her caption or like the right. slide in which she they were just, just like, oh, this is a beautiful photo of Beyonce doing her hair. Right. And then you scroll and you see that she has written something and she talks about how her mom, you know, worked in the hair salon, Destiny's Child performed in the hair salon. And that was her that- first job, sweeping yep. hair in the salon. Yep. And that she's now been working on something and she can't wait to share it with us and my mouth dropped open and I screenshotted everything including a close-up of the lab samples because I just felt Beyonce and Taylor Swift are the two biggest celebrities in the world that do not have beauty brands 
attached to them that they mm-hmm. own and promote. And I always kind of felt like they were above it. And I'm not saying that having a beauty brand lessens your value or like diminishes your star power by any means. Like trust me, Selena Gomez, Fenty, Kylie, yeah. like they've all done it. But Taylor Swift and and Beyonce, while they're so separate and different as artists, they have a very similar star power in that they command what they want. They Mm -hmm. don't have to do the traditional things that a lot of celebrities have to do in order to get people to watch or listen to them. It's like Taylor Swift can drop an album with almost zero promo. Same with Beyonce. Right. Fans are going to lose their shit and everyone's going to cover it. And that's why they don't have to do these magazine interviews and they don't have to do the press circuit and they don't have to go on Good Morning America and Today and all those things. They can just do it on their own terms. And so part of that to me signifies that, you know, they let the world know what they want the world to know about them. And when you Mm -hmm. launch a beauty brand, you're essentially making yourself more attainable to the masses because unlike fashion, you know, with Ivy Park and Adidas, like that stuff was still expensive, right? It was Adidas, but it was it was still like expensive athleisure in a way. Right. With beauty, you can just go pick it up and maybe pay. I mean, some sometimes it's like $100. $50 or less. Right. But yeah. it, most of the time, it's like you're trying to be more attainable to the masses. And so when you're doing that, you kind of have to start playing the game of – Totally. I'm making myself readily available to do press, to get people, you know, uh, excited about my brand. But then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, but does Beyonce have to do that? I don't think Beyonce has to do that. She definitely does not. She doesn't need to do anything (laughs) to your point, Kirby. And we'd still buy it. Mm -hmm. People are still going to buy it. Mm -hmm. But I think also in your newsletter where you mentioned, like, she's never half-assed anything in her entire life. Like, she's going to... She is going to go all out with this, I'm sure. We don't know what it entails. We don't know. It looks, based on the lab samples, like hair oils. Like, I don't know. I can only zoom so much. (laughs) Zoom so far in into the photos. Right. Treatments. Exactly. Treatments. But does this mean she's going to do the same song and dance as Rihanna and, you know, Halsey and all of the you know similar celebrities and invite editors and influencers to a big party no that is literally the million dollar I I can't imagine Beyonce I said this in the newsletter too I couldn't imagine we didn't think Rihanna was gonna do this right have a cocktail party with all the influencers and editors and then become just as accessible as she has. I mean, she's still not that accessible, right? Totally. When we get offered interviews with her, which we haven't been able to do, it's like five minutes in an Ulta. And we're like, no, we need 30 to 40 minutes in a studio of some sort. Maybe people didn't expect that from Selena Gomez either. I know. And Selena's done so many events. I don't know. What do you think? Obviously, like Hailey Bieber is not as on the same level, but she's also, you know, put herself out there. Um... Lady Gaga obviously had like her big event. Yes. She's going to have to do something. <laughs> what that is. Right. If it's a Zoom or if it's like a very intimate, you know, something. If she invites editors to her her concert, which like fingers crossed. I feel like she's going to totally flip the, sh- the script on it. Like what if instead of focusing, focusing so much on influencers and editors, because we're going to cover it no matter what regardless like because people are just inherently curious about Beyonce 
I could see her being like, I'm going to a local Atlanta, Georgia Target where we're partnering with Target on the launch of this hair care line. And we're doing like a fan focused event where like 50 to 100 of her biggest fans in different parts of the country get invited. I mean, that would be very smart of her. And you're right. She doesn't have to do the editor influencer thing. So she should do that. And that leads me or leads us to our next question of what retailer is she going to partner with? So I have another newsletter coming out and I interviewed several influential, incredibly smart and people that have long tenures in the beauty and entertainment industry, black editors or journalists, and ask them, what concerns do you have about this brand? Like, what can you see from this brand? Does it make sense for her? They all agreed it made total sense because her identity and her narrative has been tied so much to her hair. And while she does use wigs a lot of the time, they're wondering, you know, will there be products that focus you know is it there will there be a wig glue where there'll be like totally protective products that help with yeah. you know protective hairstyles and things of that nature will there be accessories or hot tools who knows but yeah. they were saying that oh, my my friend brandy who's an incredible journalist she was like if there's anything we know beyonce is going to make us pay some coins to get yeah. <laughs> what we want and people will do it and so it makes me wonder, is this going to be more of a prestige hair care line? Or is she going to want to go more mass market and be at like a target? I feel like she's going to go mass market. I agree. She has, I think she's going to want, if she's going to create something, she wants it to be available to the most amount of people. Exactly. And especially hair. And hair, right. like, right. we already know that textured hair, you cannot find those products in the hair care aisle. We only just started to see you know, thanks to like Pattern, Tracy Ellis Ross, Taraji, like now it's becoming more available and accessible. You can get it at, you know, Walmart and Target, but it's still very underserved. Yes. The customer base is still very underserved. And so I feel like, I just feel like Beyonce is going to try to make this accessible in retail and price point. I, I at least I hope she does. I think for hair, that's a very solid point that... Maybe if she was going skincare or makeup, she could go more prestige with it. But I think that, again, an underserved community of people probably wants to get their hands on this. And and I would think that as a Virgo and an earth sign, she's very altruistic and does not want to put something – she's making something in hopes of helping the most amount of people Mm -hmm. versus gatekeeping. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, there's an obviously this I think this somebody messaged me this um, and I was like, well, that goes without saying. I feel this brand is very much going to be catered to the needs of textured hair, the needs of black women, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. And perhaps maybe she'll expand. And but I think that she will hone in on that specifically and then maybe make things that are you know, better for all types of hair, like later down the line. But I definitely think at launch, it's going to be very focused on the black community and the needs that their hair may, may, may need. Oh, right. Uh, Oh, agree. I agree. Like, I I I felt like that was just like, I didn't even like say that out loud because I was like, that's a, that's a no, No, I couldn't, I just couldn't see it. Yeah. I couldn't see it any other way. Yeah. (laughs) I texted Kirby. I was like, oh my gosh, every other black hair care brand founder right now is probably like, 
<laughs> shaking their fist. <laughs> shaking oh, their fist like, no what is she gonna do i'd be so nervous too but you there's, know there's room for everyone obviously agreed and i think that as a celebrity though the one thing beyonce will have to do is she can't just rely solely on the fan base for this line to be successful long term she's gonna have to figure out the way that she's going to want to connect to people outside of her fan base and outside of her being just Beyonce the superstar and be Beyonce a brand founder who is solution-oriented and catering to the needs of the people she's making the products for, right? So I do, I'm really interested to see. I'm actually most interested, I was trying to figure out who was the PR firm (laughs) because I had so many publicists when I posted go, who got this business? And it's people that were at very, very prominent agencies, beauty PR firms and agencies that I'm like, huh, if y'all aren't doing it, then is she just completely going rogue and going or with just, a completely different... Or maybe it's just like in-house. Parkwood Entertainment. Yeah. She has her longtime publicist who has been working with her for literally ever. She just hired a new SVP who used to work at Apple and Endeavor and and L'Oreal and mm-hmm. Pepsi. And so she has all of the... She has the right brain trust around her to do it. But I heard from a little birdie who the agency is. Oh. And I'm... Not 100% confirmed on it, but it would make sense. Who's getting the exclusive story? Is it going to be... Right. It's got to be Vogue. It's got to be you Vogue, right? You don't think right? it's going to be it... Allure? You don't think it's going to be Jess Cruel writing that story, maybe? Obviously, that would make sense to me. But when I think of Beyonce... Right. But you're... Yeah, and she and she's not going to... She's going out of the box. I, she's not doing anything traditional. And also, I think, too, in general... I'm finding that celebrities really just do want that Vogue I know. seal of approval. You know what I mean? Yep. But if they if they really did want to cater to the masses, I do think that Allure is the way to go. I thought you were going to say like Essence. Yeah, I just think, yeah, with Jess Kroll's leadership and everything she's done, I think that that could make a lot of sense. I agree. I agree. We will find out soon enough. I can't wait to. <laughs> also, this is a fun fact that someone sent me. Someone that works at one of the firms that pitched Beyonce's hair care line, apparently, called the project Project Kirby. And I was like, why? And I texted Sarah this. I'm like, why would they call it that? Like, because it was my name. It wasn't like why. It was IE. Well, no, it's obviously inspired. Maybe because you're, you know, got your finger on the pulse. You're, You're sleuthing. I personally feel it was because... I am the complete opposite of Beyonce Knowles that like no, nobody would nobody would even think twice that that project is for Beyonce I, I Knowles. I don't think it's that. Except I, we were bo- both born in Houston, Texas, baby. So let me just say. Maybe it's that. Houston, Texas. I can't wait. Maybe the I line's called Kirby. <laughs> for no reason at all. Not even close to being a tie to Beyonce. It's just called Kirby. And then she has completely ruined any chance of me having a namesake brand, which I would never do anyways. So, hey, look, Beyonce, have use at it. it. Have Get at it, it, girl. Um, obviously, we are kidding, and that's completely yeah. in jest. I hope y'all can hear the sarcasm there. I'm excited. I, I, like, I have hair extensions. I want to know, is there something that she's, like, providing that can help me with my hair extensions, maybe removal? Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be innovative. 
and she has surely the best of the best team of you know hair scientists and packaging and all that behind her so it's gonna be oh my god the packaging i just keep thinking like the packaging is gonna be so beautiful because she's so aesthetic you know She's so yeah. aesthetic. But then you have to think, too, we're saying it needs to be mass market appeal. It has to be in a price point for mass market. She's going to figure it out. Packaging is what usually out. costs the most. Oh, man. there's And then you got to be, you know, sustainable these days. She'll figure it out. wait to She'll hear be... what the name is. She's fine. After the children. Yeah, I was going to say, is it like after... called blue? It's just like blue. And then everything's blue. That would be so cute. Her sister has to help in some way. Yeah, maybe Solange is... A model. Maybe her mom Don't is a model. My hair. Oh my gosh. There's so many possibilities. We will circle back. We will circle back. Literally, I just want Miss Tina to give me a hairstyle. Oh like, what if they had an event and Miss Tina was going and like doing our hair? I oh, couldn't. I'd be, I couldn't. That would be enough for me. That would be enough for me. Speaking of other iconic women, everyone's talking about Miss Martha Helen Stewart. Is that her real? I think it is. On Sports Illustrated's swimsuit edition, 81, 81 years old, 81, 81 years 81. young, looking like a snack. Total snack. Snack attack. Absolutely setting. There has been a little bit of controversy, though, because people in the comments, on the socials, are asking what she's done to her face. And Martha has come out and said, I've done nothing. I have not touched my face. Martha? babe be real be for fucking real i would love to believe her but you don't just magically grow longer eyelids by osmosis you have had a blepharoplasty we know that you have had a long time dermatologist dr bonhusali who who was even in attendance there with her at the, at the sports illustrated yeah and dur- during the shoot i'm gonna send you this image this is such a hard conversation i know because it is i see both sides of not wanting to admit that you've had any work done because when you are a celebrity and you're a lot of what you do is based on how you look it's difficult to be like yeah i had some augmentation happen no totally so there's an article, I don't know if you read her interview with Mark Malkin in Variety. No, but I love Mark. But he he brings it up and he was like, what do you think when you read comments that say you must have a, had a lot of work done to look so good? And she said, well, it's not true. I've had absolutely no plastic surgery whatsoever. I have very healthy, good hair. I drink green juice every day. I take my vitamins. I eat very healthfully. I have very good skin doctors. I'm very careful in the sun. I wear hats and I wear sunblock every single day. And then he goes, were you ever tempted to do plastic surgery or fillers? And then she says, every now and then there are certain fillers that I can do for a little line here or there, but I hate Botox. It's a weird thing for me. I really and truly don't do a lot. Okay. So maybe... By saying that, she's sort of like covering her bases and is like, I don't do a lot, whatever that means. I mean, she does have filler. That's obvious. She also has filler in her lips. And if not a, that, a lip flip. But Martha, babe, I'm looking. How you're, You had a very heavy eyelid. You had a hooded lid. So now you're telling us that you, are, you went from a hooded lid to a lid with a ton of space. 
and lifted out of nowhere, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't compute for me. Maybe she considers that a not a cosmetic surgery because it was like a knee. It's such a difficult conversation to have because she looks beautiful and we respect her privacy and whatever she wants to claim. But I do think Kirby's talked about it a million times. We've talked about it a million times. Like there needs to be some transparency and honesty in this day and age because there are so many of us, especially young women, who are seeing these unattainable photos of other celebrities and are like, that's what I'm supposed to look like when I'm 81. You're damned if you're do- you do, you're damned if you don't. For instance, I mentioned this on Instagram stories, but Courtney Cox, when she was on here, when we asked her about her biggest beauty regret, we thought she was going to talk about maybe overplucking her eyebrows in the 90s. She Like went- every single other celebrity. Yes, totally. We thought that was going to be the canned answer. She ends up going into her filler conversation. And newsflash, that was not a new conversation. We did not break that news. That is something she has talked about several times before. <laughs> and we were grateful that it got picked up by everybody, but... To that point, she mentioned it and then every outlet picked it up because she talked about it. So I understand why celebrities are like, well, I don't want to talk about my work because I don't want the only thing for people to hone in on is the fact that I've gotten work done. But at the same time, I also get DMs from from moms who are like, I have two young girls. I hate that people talk so openly about getting these things because it makes it sound like it's a necessity and when it's also very expensive and a lot of people can't afford it. And I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm not here to say that you absolutely need to have Botox or any type of injectable treatment, but I do think you have to be real about the fact that a cream is not going to give you this magical lifted look. You've had a green juice every day. Totally. You've had augmentation done to your skin, done to your face, done to your body, your neck in order to achieve that look. So it's like, do you want radical transparency? Or do you want to minimize people knowing about it and then wondering why does that person look perfect and then I don't? A hundred percent. This conversation is just going in a circle because Uh there's no solution. (laughs) Like, what is the solution? There's not. And yeah, like Kirby, like, if and when you have a daughter one day and she's like, what are you doing? What are you getting? Where are you going? You're going to your Botox, but like, how are you going to like, what right. do you talk? Like, how do you have that conversation? Right. Right. And I talked to Aaron Parsons about this too, but your women are expected to age gracefully. Right. And when they do things to age gracefully, because by the way, gravity doesn't play favorites. So if you're looking at someone and they look incredible, chances are they've had something done. Gravity happens to every single person. So if, yep. if if someone's 80-something years old and the gravity seems to just be defying logic, there's something that you need to start yeah. reconsidering there. But, you know, why are we... Women are, are punished for getting older. Yep. We're, we're, we're not able to thrive, uh, even though things have changed significantly. But I hear all the time how women are, you know, not included for certain positions because they look older than... Mm-hmm. than the other candidates yes and it is ageism is a real thing in the world so i i think this is such a it's like part of me is like martha be for fucking real you're 81 years old you're wildly successful you admitting that you had a blepharoplasty or whatever else you had done to your face does not change how successful you will be she's also like 
seemingly super transparent about everything else. The like, woman has been to prison. The woman talks about going She's to jail. She's been to fucking prison. <laughs> Jinx. Like, come totally. on. And she talks about it. Yeah. And I, I do want to oh say, if, if she truly did not get a bluff, that's totally fine. I just find it really hard to believe when I look at photos of her before and she had such a hooded eye. And now mm-hmm. when you look at her, she doesn't. She has a more lifted eyelid. That has more space. Do you think Dr. Bonasali could There's tell no us chance he would ever tell us anything. He's like, I've signed away my life. He's never gonna admit it. Even if he did it, he's never gonna admit it. And yeah. now that she's kind of stuck her heels in the ground about it, there's no way. There's no yeah. she can't no, backtrack no unless she's like, Oh, I misinterpreted the question. Yes, I had a blepharoplasty. She's like, I'm eighty one. Right. I'm 81. I don't care anymore. Like, I'm out. We're, we're yeah. done here. We're done yeah. here. I, I wonder when we're, you know, 10, 20 years from now, will the Kardashians all just admit and lay it all out and say, this is what I got back in the day? Or are they going to just take it to the grave with them? Kim, hire me as a ghostwriter ASAP. I absolutely need memoir. to write that memoir. But Kylie in the upcoming season... There's a scene oh, yes. where she's like, we need to talk about the standards we're setting and how she she mentions something to the effect of, I wish I never got started with this. Yes. And I'm like, everyone in the comments is going, oh my God, King Kylie talking about the standards, finally. I cannot wait for that episode. Kylie, I've come around on Kylie. She's been in the fucking limelight forever. Anyways, I can't wait for that. And I also wanted to honorably mention Padma Lapshi. Padma. Oh my god. Have you seen those photos? She posted them on Twitter and I'm like, babe, you're gonna get banned. Like this is sexual. I mean, she looks incredible, but I oh was my like God, she 51, 50? I don't know. I don't know. She is such a beautiful person. The hair, the skin, the boobs. If I could look like that. I know this conversation is we're just going in circles and circles. We're like, embrace your own bodily features. Love yourself. Also, holy shit. Holy shit, Padma uh, What I wouldn't give. This is womanhood here. We're all things at the same time. And we're figuring it out. We love it. We absolutely (laughs) love it. You know who also looks smoking? Megan Fox. Oh, my God. Talking about boobs. Wow. Boobs. Wowie. Boobs McGee. Megan Fox. I I was literally just staring at her. She looked incredible. I was like, wowie, wowie. Everyone, yes. Wow. She, we, everyone just yeah, looked hot. Just looked we hot. love hot women. We respect the hotness that women provide. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms.
Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com